do you know about Latin grammar? Where you can get news about the Jamaican culture and just learn about how Jamaicans are doing as a yard and abroad. You get to learn a new Jamaican patwa word or even a Jamaican phrase. I look forward to the patwa word of the day. The patwa word is pasa pasa. Word today is taco rum. Our word of the day is duffy. Quang. Not like a, not like a twang. Not you. Enjoy tuning in to what a good. It happens every Friday, 7 p.m. So check them out. And bye from Toronto. The dogs, Quebec, it's La Jamaica. Écoute, what a good. Yes, I. What a good. I am a big fan of Water Guan. Relevant and entertaining, so keep up the good work. Watch Water Guan. Big up yourself, Water Guan. Water Guan. Yes, I. Water Guan. Watch Water Guan. Greetings, folks. Greetings, greetings. Welcome to Wataguan. Today you've got me. <laughs> uh, Nicole is somewhere in transit on a private jet, somewhere between London and YYC. And because of that, I get to do the entire show. So welcome again. It's March. It's still International Women's History Month, and we celebrated International Women's Day on the 8th. For those who celebrate Ramadan, happy Ramadan uh, to you. And today we're going to continue our conversation around our women, how they contribute to our world. And we've got an absolute fantastic guest waiting in the wings. Aguirre is going to come share with us her perspectives, her experience on the constant fight for recognition. Of course, we always appreciate your feedback. If you're watching the show, we're having a little technical difficulty to start, but we're here. Please share some comments, share some questions, share a hello, share a wave, something, so that we all can make this interactive. Of course, uh, before we jump into the real business, we have to talk about the Patwa word of the day. So it's Patwa time. And the Patwa word for today is Bangarang. <laughs> if you know Jamaican Patwa and you know what Bangarang means, please put it in the comments, share it in a sentence, explain to me how you may have caused some Bangarang, or maybe you were a part of some Bangarang. Who knows? Uh, Patwa word for today on Patwa time is Bangarang. As always, we ask you to follow the show, check out what we're doing. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on YouTube. There's also LinkedIn. And of course, you always can get every episode on wataguan.ca. So share that, wataguan.ca to your friends and family. They can follow us from there on either Facebook or YouTube. Last week, last week we had a fantastic discussion with uh, Ahinke Olaleri, 
about the female entrepreneur's journey. She shared a lot of gems. I mean, gems about the female journey, why it's important to have purpose, why it's important to connect community with your business, why it's important to conquer fear as a female entrepreneur, even worse, a black female entrepreneur. She talked about taking her white friends along with her when she was looking for capital, but her purpose didn't change even she had to change her plan. To watch it again, jump on our YouTube channel, jump on our Facebook channel. There were so many gems as we celebrated women and discussed the female entrepreneur's journey with Ahinke Olaleri. Today, we're sharing news on what's happening in the community. In Calgary, the Jamaican Canadian Association Alberta, they're hosting their regular monthly meeting tomorrow. They do it every last Saturday, so the 25th of March. They're having their meeting at 611-3208 8th Avenue, Northeast Calgary. It starts at 7 p.m. And of course, they're uh, welcoming everyone. And there is a special birthday celebration for those born in March. So if you're in Calgary, if you're interested in what Jamaica and Jamaicans are doing, check out the JCAA monthly meeting at 611-3208 8th Avenue Northeast. It starts at 7 o'clock tomorrow. If you're in Montreal, get your fitness going by joining Soka Size Saturdays with Vanessa. The spring 2023 session has started already. It started on March 18th. It goes through May 6th. It's every Saturday at 10 o'clock at the Jamaica Association of Montreal, which is at 465 Jean Talon West in Montreal. There's a cost of $70 for all eight sessions or $10 for each drop-in class. For more information and to register, call 514-241-3493. And some news from Yad. As always, we have to share some information of what's happening in Jamaica. For those who didn't know, uh, there's a 44% increase in the minimum wage in Jamaica. Prime Minister Andrew Holness recently announced this increase to the national minimum wage. It was done in his presentation in the 2023-24 budget debate in Parliament. And he said that from June 1st, 2023, the national minimum wage will increase from $9,000 for a 40-hour work week to $13,000 for a 40-hour work week. He also announced an increase in the minimum wage for industrial security guards from $10,500 a week to $14,000, which also takes effect on June 1st. So there you go, some news from Yad. If you are a foreign professional in Calgary struggling to advance your career, there is help for you. If you're recently moved to Calgary from overseas, or if you know someone, there is support through the Shuttle for Calgary Foreign Professionals Program at Higher Landing. You can go to higherlanding.com to book a free 90-minute session to learn more about the program and how you can find your way through the employment market. SCVP is a career program dedicated to helping foreign-born professionals thrive in Canada.
All right, welcome back. It's time for A Time to Reason, where we look at topics about health, wealth, culture, community, and history. And today we're going to look at, of course, as we're celebrating International Women's Month and things about women, we're going to talk about the, the fight for recognition. And today I've got Hagir Sahil uh, here. So Hagir is special, trust me on that one. Uh, she's lived in Saudi Arabia. She's lived in Sudan. She's lived in Canada. She's a graduate from the University of Calgary's political science program. She's done a ton of things in the community, including being a part of the CPS advisory board. She's vibrant communities, Calgary, as a community facilitation and engagement specialist. But maybe more importantly, she's just big on women. She's big on Black people. She's big on justice. And she's big on ensuring that Calgary, among all places, is a better place where we can practice vulner vulnerability with one another and make it an absolutely fantastic place to live. I am happy to add Hagir to the discussion here on Wataguan. Hagir, welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Uh, uh, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. <laughs> Listen, uh, it's happy Ramadan. Uh, Thank you. It's, it, it's International Women. I call it International Women's Month or Women's History Month. You know, International Women, Women's Day was celebrated on the 8th of March. Uh, and today we want to talk about this constant fight for recognition. Uh, despite the celebration, the topic remains uh, in the news and all over. So maybe where we can start again is, is, is how would you assess the current level of recognition and just for women generally? I'll get to black women in a bit. Um, the current idea the current position of first before I start. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Uh, um, and it's Ramadan, so it's like a little bit, the time is kind of tight. It's almost breakfast time. Um, but I current state of recognizing women in general, it's much better than it was before. So I think the discussion is so interesting is that everybody's like, well, it was better than before. And that's true, but it be better. There's so much more to do, um, especially that women don't as represented in areas as they should be. Um, it is, you know, poverty. So I think in general, um, the recognition of women um, is there, but it's not enough in order for us, in order for it to actually reflect um, their percentage in the community, right? We're 50% of the population, yet we're nowhere near that representation when it comes to any or any positions that are important. How, what, what do you think are some of the barriers to the desired level of recognition? Some of the, one of the major barriers is patriarchy and the way the system is created um, men generally. Um, I know we're going to get into the race aspect later. It is, it is patriarchy. It's keeping women in one place. It's not given recognition. An example, it's cheaper to have a female CEO than a male one. He's automatically paid more because he's a man, right? Right now, um, the pay gap is something that is real in Canada. Women are paid less um, than men. And you start, we'll discuss that later, you know, later on more, but you're seeing that in retirement, 
how much retirement money is put aside is because she's paid less, has less, and therefore she'll fall into poverty even more, even though women live longer than men generally. And so <laughs> she has less money, right? She has less yeah. money to spend for a longer period of time. So it's, it's all you know, compound these issues. So patriarchy, the way the system functions, but it's also cultural norm ideas that, you know, right. women should be here, right? Women should be in one place. Women should be taking care of the kids. But we know there is the, um, I'm not going to call it a phenomena, but there's the reality of single mothers who are the mother and the father and the breadwinner and everything. Yet she still works in a system that would still give a married man more or a man more than even though she's doing exactly or even more than he is. Yeah. One one of the things that comes up is the question. If we still have you here, it seems like my video yeah. is going. Uh, is okay. the question of culture. Where mm -hmm. where does culture fit into this whole issue of recognition? How does it contribute to where we're at? Uh, it contributes a lot. Um, you know, if you work in the corporate world and you create policies that need to be followed told as a strategist that culture eats policy for breakfast and so it what policy what rules you put into place if the culture sees that so i'll give you an example um i studied political science culturally where i'm from study that men take politics is something men do right women don't delve into politics don't study politics they study to be a teacher a nurse, maybe a doctor, right? And then even an engineer is kind of like, uh, but you know, still she could be an engineer, an accountant, right? These things that are seen a little bit more female-like, but you know, politics or philosophy or astrology or astronomy or, you know, hard sciences. This is the culture and the gender norm. It's not a place to be. So whenever I tell people I said a political science, they're like, that's a man's study. Why would you study it? And again, culture plays a role. I know what I'm talking about. But because he feels that he's a man, he knows more than I do, right? And it's not just him. It's also other women upholding that practice as well. So Right, right. Right? So women also upholding these cultural these cultural beliefs and teaching their kids on it and their sons on it and, you know, treating their daughter in a way because she was treated that way. And you're like, you're keeping up with that patriarchy, with that misogyny. Because you're doing the same thing that's being done and you're trying to keep the culture and tradition going, but it keeps people down. Culture plays an absolute huge role. So does religion, right? Yeah, that's yeah. A huge. That's another, that's, another, that's another discussion for another day. <laughs> yeah. uh, I assume yeah. to the issue of race, but I want to talk about women contributing to, to where we are at. Uh, are women recognizing that in some cases that's them perpetuating the status quo and the lack of recognition that other women are fighting for? In some aspects, yes. I think the way it's so fascinating how, like, you know, you put in that question, are women recognizing they're keeping each other down? This is what makes here, even white supremacy and these kind of things so um, hard to grasp is because not necessarily mean it's one, you know, it's A against B. Right. It could be A against A. So it's not just, you know, women, you know, men against women. It's also women holding other women down. 
the system supporting these women who hold other women down and then giving them more platform, giving them a voice, um, giving them more power to keep, you know, to keep the status quo and crush anybody who says anything otherwise. And so I think, yes, there is some recognition. I'm seeing it like it's getting a lot better. So today is better than yesterday by a lot. And it's getting a lot better that women are recognized they're calling it, you know, toxicity, right? So they're like, okay, let's look at this. And, you know, you're holding other women down, helping. you know, you're part of the patriarchal system. And then that's where the conversation shifts. Before it used to be like patriarchy, just men. But now you'd be like, well, you're a woman who's trying to hold other women in place and not help them grow or even um, flourish or even change things that change because you are advocating for the status quo because it benefits you. Every woman who advocates for this status quo she's benefiting from it, or she thinks she is. And that's what right. causes all these issues. All right, let, let, let's talk about the story of the black woman and the gap between black, you know, BIPOC, however we want to, to define mm -hmm. it, and, and, mm -hmm. and the non-BIPOC, if, if we want to use that terminology, and the issue of recognition between both. Is it a real thing? And where are we seeing it? Can you reword the question one more time? Or say it one I'm, more time? I'm, I'm trying to understand, is there a mm -hmm. real issue between BIPOC women being recognized or struggling to be recognized versus non-BIPOC? Uh, is that just a fantasy? Is it real? And if it is, what is causing it? Okay, so it's it's one hundred percent real. Um, the recognition uh, by black women. I think, and also um, the complication that comes is even within the bi community, you've got the women of color, and there and there is, some, you know, you could call it lateral, um, higher lateral violence in which you know there is them within the 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 you know the people of color group in which black women are not the same way that other women of color are. There's a difference between right. being me being a black woman as a woman of color, because I'm recognizing that people for who come from communities that are considered the citizens, right? They get more recognition than we would as a black woman. Right. And, right. Or indigenous or indigenous women. So black women and indigenous women kind of fall under the same category in this they are at and sometimes indigenous right. women will go a little bit lower um, or higher depending on what it is the conversation but other women of color from other communities are the, the recognition is easy right they're seen as because they're part of model citizen so it's real mm -hmm. and then also that cre creates a, a friction because i could be doing the same work that someone else is doing who's not black woman of right. color who's not black she gets fully recognized for it i don't i get shunned and if right. I recognize the recognition is skewed, right? And then so that, mm -hmm. that piece of how, um, again, I know we'll talk about it some more later, but that systemic racism comes in. Women of color do not get recognized um, at all. Actually, when we look at it, like only 6.2% of the boards in Canada, right, are women of color. So the, the yeah. women who hold board positions own 29%. You know, not even 29%, less than that. But 6.2% who hold board positions are women of color. Yeah. Right? And and, and if, if you that Black women, very small. Very, very small percentage. <laughs> so so, so right. there, there is a reality out there. Uh, how, do we, how do we bridge this gap bit by bit? 
and answer it for me in the context of you saying this to a, a young, ambitious black woman who's looking to change the world. Mm -hmm. What's that climb like? You know, never stop. You know, do uh, the best advice of always tells me he's like which translates to the street like your father owns it walk into the place that you are in like it's yours right <laughs> so you know you have to have that confidence and you know and come in with it because hard sometimes to to keep fighting to keep pushing to keep doing um my advice is to keep going because guaranteed with all the problems that we are seeing the positive thing is we discussing these things. If we go back 10 years, none of these issues were discussed. Nobody talks right. about it openly. This is not something that we talked about. We're talking about it today, which means that it is available, is in the fall for something, you know, we are at the cusp of, you know, making yeah. those moving things and changing it. So it's excellence. Young women, keep on doing what you're doing. And if you're tired, it's perfectly okay to take a break. It does not any less than anyone else. It does not even take you out from the fight. It's perfectly okay to take a break. Take care of you. Because in this entire equation, you're the most important person. You're the most important thing. So when you're okay, the struggle is okay. The fight is okay. You know, the push for change is okay. But if you burn out, we lose, you know, a warrior, right? We lose someone within our ranks. And that's not something that we want. So self-love right. is something that is absolutely there. So my advice for young ladies is I know it gets, you feel like you need every single battle, you don't need to. It's a marathon. It's a whole life journey. Take a pit stop, take a break, and come yeah. back again. It's perfectly fine. Um, yeah. And ask for help. Ask for help always, anytime. Mm -hmm. uh, recently, International Women's Day was was celebrated. Uh, does the celebration add any material value to the issue we're discussing? Uh, or is it just an, another thing that happens? There's a day for everything each year. Right. Or there's a, a day in every year for everything. Uh, mm. is, is, is the celebration of International Women's Day adding any fuel to this issue of recognition for a woman? I think it is. Um, I think okay. every year. Yeah, I think I think, you know, there are, of course, we could always be like, you know, there, there's a day for everything now. But I think with International Women's Day, what's really beautiful that you actually see is across the line. There are um, celebrations and events happening within the city alone right different communities doing different things privately and publicly out in the street within their own little organizations messages that are being sent to everyone else there is a moment of hyper you know hyper focus that's true that does not carry out through the whole year but it's enough to conversations to push for um some recognition that isn't there before right so and within this month for example lots of women have been recognized you know lots of awards have been given lots like that and to some it may seem so superficial and you're just giving out things like this but i think it's something we could definitely use to keep pushing forward for that change for that you know system and cultural change that we want to see so i think the more that we celebrate it the more and then like i like how you're saying is in you know international women month right and it just gets more than just a day to a month and the events you know take the whole month to take you know to work out Instead of just being a day, so I think it's fantastic to have those recognitions in those days, um, and and those moments of just stopping and hyper focusing on something, because then it just gives an opportunity to create something.
8 out of 10. I could keep going. Just oh, there he is. I tell you, this is this is the day for a challenge. <laughs> All right, uh, you are there. I can hear you, so I think you can hear me too. Uh, yes, uh, I have two more. I have two more quick ones. Let's let's hope our technology holds up. Uh, I, I'm curious on, about the emotion that you, as a woman, feel as we continue to have a, a discussion on a topic like this it's been going on for many years i know when we served on the advisory board you know we used to like okay here we go it's, a, it's the same topic again uh how, how does this conversation feel what, what are the emotions that it triggers uh for you uh in 2023 we're still talking about recognition for a woman yeah you know this is this conversation with you know the anti-racism conversation are the same thing Right. Lots of deep breaths. <laughs> um, <laughs> lots of trying to lots of trying to keep it together. I think more importantly is I am as dark as it may seem to some people, I am seeing the needle slowly, slowly shift. Right. You are seeing mm -hmm. the change. And so I am more, you know, I'm tired. Uh, you know, I'm something very true. Um, you get tired a lot, like the emotion that you get, and it's that there's a cost, right? And so uh, and one of the emotions is just sometimes exhaustion because the cost and the labor you have to do to keep going and to exist and to and to stay sane and to take care of yourself, it's just so much. And and there is no, you know, there there is no um, compensation for that. You just, you have to make it up for yourself. I think it's more of, right. you know, for me, the emotion is how do I not my exhaustion or frustrations, right? Or sometimes, you know, just anger, right? And then not to burn out, you know, and take care of me, but also try to recognize that there is a cost to this that I have to pay, whether I, you know, whether I am actively within the of making the change or not. We're all paying a cost mm -hmm. by the simple, you know, it's almost, you know, we, the race tax it's by the simple it's a black tax right it's a black tax by the simple fact that we there's a tax that we pay on just this on just labor that we have to do to just exist some um yeah and then so i think it's just sometimes just sitting here and trying to reconcile all of that and then deal with the with the frustration sometimes that come with that but knowing that it gets yeah hopefully it gets better well, at least there's optimism. I, I sense there's optimism. I have one last one uh, before we hit wrap up. Uh, the role of community in not just the dialogue, but the solution around the recognition of our women. Where, where does community fit in the equation? I think the community, nothing works without community. Like there's not, we can't right. do anything completely honest without the support of the community without the community being there standing you know all and here every community has a mother a sister a a grandmother a niece you know a female friend there is we wouldn't without the women and so i think when we talk about it because I, I hear that question a lot and people are like what can community do to, and 
community wouldn't exist without us, right? It's it's we are half population and we are very integral to the growth of everybody and the growth of the community. So I recognizing that in the community women are equal contributors and then what they give they say is taken seriously and it's given the credit and the respect that it's and then also supporting and funding you know um these um the work that the women i know in the i know no community would flourish without the women backbone because to be completely honest without the women come the children so without the women there are no children in the community without no children in the community there's no future it's that <laughs> yeah. simple right yeah. so i yeah. i know you know you yeah you could have the communities and the uncles dominoes or cards or whatever the whole time that doesn't mean it's <laughs> flourishing and there's a and there's a future. but when you know well when the women get involved the children get involved the community is a lot more alive as youth and there's new blood coming through it and right. so you know the, the, whenever we ask what role can the community play the community is women and the women are um they're it and therefore give it all the supports that it needs that it needs to flourish well there you go folks the community is women you are it and uh, that's maybe the statement i'll take away uh from today's uh, conversation again always a pleasure uh, talking to you always a pleasure having your support here uh, on Watagwan. Take care, so enjoy much. the rest of Ramadan, and we'll touch base at some point. All right. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Uh, another great discussion comes to an end. I'll be right back. continue this year today was a little uh void of comments and stuff i know we had some technical stuff or issues but if you're watching this delayed do me a favor and put something in the comment section the patwa word for today and patwa time was bangarang and for those who don't know the jamaican patwa bangarang means an uproar it means chaos or commotion it means a disturbance and depending on when and where you're using it, you'd possibly see something like a pure bangarang, or every time that person shows up, a pure bangarang, right, which suggests that there is chaos, a commotion, an uproar when that particular individual shows up at your place. So bangarang, use it in a sentence, share it in a comment next time. Uh, what's happening next week? Next week, we're going to close out International Women's Month with a discussion with Ilat and Bernie on embracing equity. That was the theme for International Women's Day this year. And we are going to get their perspective on what that all means. So join us next week, same time, same place, as we discuss embracing equity uh, for the last session or episode in March. If you've got a story you want to share, share it with us here on Wataguan as we share our story. You can advertise on Wataguan. It can be weekly, monthly, or for the entire season. We've got viewers all over the world. 
uh, share with us. Contact us at wataguan.ca or wataguancnd at gmail.com. As always, we ask you to follow us. Check us out on our social media handles. There is Facebook. There is Instagram. We're on YouTube. And, of course, we're on LinkedIn. Go to wataguan.ca where you can see uh, different episodes. You see who is supporting this uh, program. And, of course, you can share it with others. Help us to spread this content all over to those who are interested in Jamaica and Jamaican culture and what's happening in the diaspora. So follow us and check us out as always. This is a tight one. There's lots to do. And I said, you know, Nicole has been uh, traveling, so hopefully she has landed safely and all is well. She will be back with us next week. And so will I as we discuss embracing equity with Elat and Bernie. Uh, again, Patwa time, Patwa word today was Bangarang. And for those who are watching delayed, thanks for watching. For those who have watched live, thank you for watching. And we'll see you next time. Stay safe. Walk good.